Greetings, constant listeners. It's Michael Rose Red Rothman. What you're about to hear is a clip from our latest Patreon exclusive series, The Dark Tower Detour, which sees co hosts Dan Flieger and Dan Caffrey studying the minutiae of Roland Deschain's epic quest. This time around, they speak to the one and only Richard Chismar, who weighs in on his latest collaboration with Stephen King, Gwendy's Final Task. We also talk about Cal Ripken Jr. conspiracy theories, if you could believe that. So, how do you hear the full thing? Become a member of our Patreon, The Barons. It's there you can unlock over 100 hours worth of exclusive content, and I am not kidding with you. We're talking our Stephen King archival series, our Spooky Souls Midnight, dozens of commentaries to all your favorite Stephen King movies. Maybe not dozens, but at least like 15 or 16, whatever. You can subscribe now through the link in the description of this episode, or you can visit www.patreon.com slash the barons. You know what to do. You got that mobile, you got that Safari, or you got the web browser on Android, which I don't know the name of because I've never had an Android. But anyway, just click it open and go to www.patreon.com slash the barons. Uh, lots of fun awaits you and uh, lots of insights too, like this one. Anyway, enjoy this clip and uh, hope to see you in the Barrens over long days and you know the rest. Talk soon. Something, I, I mean, we always, I kind of know the answer to this just because I've re, I've read a lot of the uh, revisiting Stephen King essays you've written. and um, But I mean, something we always like to ask any guests on the show is, how did you get into Stephen King? Um, and like I said, some people might know already, but yeah, like give us a quick refresher just uh, before you met, how, how did Chismar and King um, fan and idol come to meet? It was a couple of things. I mean, I was, I'm the youngest of five kids and, and my, my whole family, big readers, you know, my parents, um, like I said, trips to the library were considered a cool thing where for my friends, it was like torture. And I was the, the, you know, I was like the, the, the normal kid playing wiffle ball, but, but I was the one saying, I got to go now. I got to go to the library and, you know, read this and see if I can get this book, um, that kind of thing. And uh, so, yeah, at some point, Salem's Lot made its way to me. But the big thing was 10th grade in high school, my English teacher brought in a stack of photocopies and he passed them out to the class and we took turns reading it, you know, uh, sections aloud. We went around the, the, the room and it was Stephen King's The Monkey. And oh wow! Really? Wait, was he, this a class assignment, or just someone brought it in and like a like? It was, kind of, it was um, the teacher. It was it was wow. my teacher who I had, I had him for tenth grade and and senior year English. And uh, he's I'm still in touch with him. His name's Richard Gallagher. Um, lives in Pennsylvania. He's retired, um, but I thank him all the time, and I, I grab lunch with him from time to time. And uh, he uh, he always says, "Oh, you give me too much credit," and I say, "No, I, I couldn't possibly give you enough because." He, number one, he really encouraged my reading and, and my interest in, in different kinds of reading. He would bring in his own books from his personal library and, and, and lend them to me, which made a big impression on a, you know, a 15 year old punk like me. Um, yeah. But reading The Monkey changed it. It was like, you know, to, to sound a little melodramatic, it was like it opened a kind of an invisible door for me. And it was like by the time we were finished reading it, um, I was like, I, you know, the whole class was captivated. I had been transported, you know, elsewhere and was terrified slash, you know, just elated. And I just remember thinking, man, I want to do that. You know, I, I want to do that to other people. And uh, that was my first big moment of I'd written short stories before that, you know, like little monster stories and war stories as a kid and all that. But that was really kind of when I thought I, I, this is something I might want to do, you know, for cool. real. Is um, that so is that I guess 
because I know you've done like collections of short stories in the past too. Do you find yourself leaning more toward short fiction or do you prefer a novel? Do you have a preference? I did, you know what? In the beginning, it was short stories. And it's just just like I just my oldest son, Billy's a writer. And, and uh, I was just talking to him this morning about it. And I'm like, I, I focused on short stories and all that in the beginning because I wasn't good enough to write a novel. I wasn't focused enough and and, and was intimidated by it. Um, and I really enjoyed writing short stories. But it, but it, honestly, it you know, and I've never hid that fact. It was, you know, it was what I could do at the time. So I really enjoyed writing these longer pieces recently. And, and I'm, you know, just starting the next book. So, and, and I owe a couple of short stories that I'm behind on. So I think I like novels more right now. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. You know, the neat thing about a short story, which I'm sure everyone comes on the show and says, is just, you know, you're in and out. I think, I think Steve said it was like a kiss, a brief kiss in the dark or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's I think that's it. right. And it's like, you're, you're in and you're out and you're done and, and you move on. Whereas a novel, you really do live with it uh, for a long time, you know, um, so yeah, different different forms, but uh, I enjoy them both, and I'll, I'll continue to do both. 